All right, hey there, it's uh, I Had to Say It. I'm your host, Aaron Destel, and today we're going to have a lovely little discussion about something that's been rolling around in the back of my mind, everything that's been going on lately. I want to talk briefly about the self-proclaimed social justice warrior. Uh, we've got an election coming up. This becomes relevant. These are the people. And before I get really rolling on this, just allow me to state, you know, at the start, I'm not talking about the people that are actually doing something. If you're out there, you know, marching and protesting and picketing and trying to make an actual impact in the world, good for you. I think you're fantastic. I support you. I think it's a wonderful thing. Exercise your rights. Make your voice heard. That's fantastic. What I'm talking about is the generally in the mid-20s to early to mid-30s ranged keyboard warriors who sit behind their social media feeds all day looking for things to get upset about and looking for things that they find offensive so they can, you know, unleash the fury of their, you know, 52 word per minute typing skills and poor grammar and the, you know, 5 to 10 gigabyte folder of memes they have that are relevant to whatever particular issue it is that they're getting their their uh, juices flowing over. I don't really understand how we got to this point. It's... Why are these people just so sanctimonious and self-righteous and so thoroughly convinced that they're going to change the world one meme at a time? I mean, realistically, and I've, I've tried to engage with some of these people when I have nothing better to do with my time or I'm bored or I'm looking for something. Or, you know, maybe it's my way of trying to make a difference in the world, but teaching people that you're never going to change somebody's mind. Nobody has ever looked at a meme and went, wow, that's really clever. I'm going to reassess my entire string of thought on things. And I don't understand why they feel the need to pick these arguments and then somehow feel like they won. It's There is no winning in an online fight. It's You're not going to change anything. You're not going to accomplish anything, you know, flooding the comments section of a post that you saw that got you bent out of shape because it doesn't get right in line with how you think the world works. And unfortunately, I mean, yeah, it's out there. Everybody has the right to an opinion and a voice, but these people are so sanctimonious and self-righteous, and they think they're doing something, which is the part, that's the part I keep coming back to. I don't understand it. What in the world do you think you're accomplishing by calling somebody a you know a racist or a misogynist or a whatever it is you feel is the most hurtful thing in your repertoire because they don't see eye to eye with your view on the world and these people are generally the ones that are the quickest the absolute first one to take somebody that disagrees with them or starts to argue with them or tries to point out or successfully points out any holes in their logic, any flaws in their, you know, statement, any facts that don't go in line with what they're talking about. They are the first ones to start screaming fascist and racist and Nazi. I don't know how many times I've heard people, you know, people that claim to be, you know, democratic socialists and socialists, they seem to forget the Nazis were socialists. You know, I think we all have to work together. Every, the, everything on this planet should be some form of a partnership. It's the only way to get ahead. If we're all trying to cut each other down in the process, we're never going to get anywhere. Problem with that is, working together involves compromise. 
And these kids don't understand that. And I'm using the term kids loosely, but ultimately they're sitting there and they want what they want when they want on their terms and everybody else has to respect it or everybody else is a fascist or a Nazi or a bigot or a racist or sexist or any of these other, you know, terms which are all pejorative and every single one of them is used in the same demeanor these people are accusing everyone of talking to them. There's just these disgusting amounts of hypocrisy in every single one of these people's attitudes. It's, you know, you agree with me or you're a piece of shit. You agree with me or you're rotten. Well, maybe you should be agreeing with me and since you're not, you're the piece of shit. But that involves more perspective than most people are willing to lend to an argument these days. And it, it, it's so infuriating and it gets so old so fast. And, you know, again, this is just, you know, my two pennies on things. Nobody has to necessarily put any stock and I'm not thinking to change the world but if I can change one person's mind about things great I accomplished something I'll you know I'll have I'll have that feather in my cap even if nobody else ever sees it and you know I don't think I can change the world but I can change somebody's mind maybe you know all, all I'm saying is you have to stop and think you have to before you go out there waving your self-righteousness around saying you know, support my rights, support my decisions, support my choices, and if you don't, you're a shit. Well, my rights and my decisions and my choices say that's an asinine way of being, and you don't support my beliefs, but I'm supposed to support yours. Who's the one being a shit? It, it, it's really, you know, it's one of those vicious cycle, there is no right answer. The round and round goes round and round, and it never changes. And really, the the hope is... You know, we as as generations move on, we try and it seems to me that things go in cycles, and we try and teach the next generation to be better than we were. And in some respects, you know, I look around at society today, and I say, yeah, a lot of these people that were fighting for social justice, that were fighting for change, that were fighting to make things better, they accomplished a lot, and they taught us a lot, and we moved forward. We 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 as a generation contrary to what the you know the news and the media and all these reports want to show us we actually have gotten better at treating people as people and overall i think we've probably made some progress and we are a lot quicker just to look at somebody and say yeah that's just another person and then start worrying about all the other crap that everybody wants to say oh i'm being judged for this oh i'm being judged for that and I think, yes, it still happens. I'm not trying to deny that it does. And it happens more than it should, but it happens a hell of a lot less than it used to. And that's a good thing. We're actually making progress. We're growing up. We're seeing people as people, not as, you know, classifications, but just as another human being. And that's a huge step forward. And we need to keep going in that direction. Sticking with the whole, you know, the self-righteous social justice keyboard commandos, they we need to reach out to these people and like I said the problem is they're in their mid to late 20s to early 30s maybe even a little older in some cases you know depending de depending on your social skills and your development um, you know and uh, granted some of some of these things do overlap some of these people that are you know super active on social media scanning for injustice and trying to you know get people fired for posting memes that are apparently offensive to their particular flavor of self-righteousness and things like that. Yeah, some of them are actually out marching and protesting and doing things, particularly today with the massive civil unrest that's going on. 
Yeah, some of these people actually finally got out of the house. Unfortunately, they don't seem to get it just yet that their ideals don't necessarily translate to the real world real well. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, I am, you know, unilaterally opposed to, you know, fascism and big state control and massive amounts of oversight. It, it goes against everything I personally believe in. But on the other side of this coin, you've got groups out here claiming to be anti-fascist, claiming to be, you know, pro-integration, pro-this, pro-that. And the techniques and the approaches they use, they don't understand everything they're doing is everything they supposedly stand against using violence and intimidation to try and force their point of view onto unwilling recipients is the definition of what they are supposedly opposed to and realistically this all ties into the cancel culture mindset it's it's that mindset taken out of media and put into action i don't agree with you i don't believe in what you believe in so i'm going to destroy it i want to just it takes every social issue that these people claim to care about and makes it personal. That's one of the things about this country. If you want your opinion to be valid and you want your opinion to be respected, you have to return the favor. You have to acknowledge that people can have opinions you don't agree with. Otherwise, no one is going to agree with your opinion. And subsequently, when you walk around and you have this issue where someone didn't agree with me, I'm going to ruin them. It's, it's symptomatic of a bigger issue where you just, your, your development stopped at some point. And it was not a good point that it stopped at. It's, it's, it's entitlement writ large. It is ridiculous that you seem to think, someone doesn't share my values, I have to end the functionality of their life. I have to have them fired. I have to have them, I need to make sure their business is shut down. I need to make sure the world knows their values don't line up with my own it's absolutely you know juvenile and one-sided to think that your personal beliefs trump someone else's well-being if something you believe in doesn't line up with a business don't patronize that business it's 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 like they say you know vote with your dollar if they are truly objectionable and horrible and everything you think they are, and it's that blatant and horrible, it's going to fail because it will be horrible to the world at large. You don't need to amplify it and put it up and say, hey, this guy did something that offends me. End him based on my interaction. Allow people to make up their own minds. Allow other people to have the rights and the ability to make the decisions that you are demanding you have. The acknowledgement that you seem to think the world owes you is owed to everyone else too. That's the thing. Now granted, if it's something truly heinous that they did, if you catch the owner of some business cussing out a bunch of minorities and telling them to get out of their, 
out of their store. Yeah, that's something you can share with people. But if it was something that, you know, it was a personal interaction and you did not like the way it, it, it played out, that's fine. Don't patronize the place. Don't go there. Tell people that you know, hey, yeah, this is the experience I had. But, you know, calling for these massive, you know, internet boycotts and pickets and protests in the name of ruining another person, if they're really that awful, there's a good chance they're going to ruin themselves. But it's really not your place to make that decision. You are entitled to make decisions for yourself. Making decisions for the rest of the world is just so arrogant. And these people don't understand that's a precisely what they're doing. There's informing, and then there's inflaming, and they don't see the difference. Informing is saying, I went here, this is what happened, this was my experience. Inflaming is, this person's a bigot, this person's a racist, we need to get rid of them, we need to cancel them, we need to end this company, we need to end this person's livelihood, we need to take away their rights. Inform people you had a bad experience. If they decide to go there after hearing that, they can interact with that person and may judge their own experience accordingly. And they will and believe they're going to go in there biased because the person they know had a bad experience. But trying to prevent anyone else from ever having an experience there is a totally different matter. There's nothing wrong with forewarning and forearming people that you can expect something like this. What is completely wrong is saying, this happened to me and it is guaranteed to go, going to happen to everyone else and it needs to be stopped. And again, that's, you know, that's not for big things. Big things that are genuinely horrible, yeah. You need to inform people. You need to tell people what happened. But, again, if you're somebody that's blowing the whistle because the barista mispronounced your name and that's a microaggression, maybe people aren't going to take you seriously if you're not... Maybe you're making all this noise because you're afraid nobody's going to take you seriously. Maybe if you're afraid you're not going to be taken seriously, it's because deep down you know you shouldn't be. You know, I've said it over and over again. We as a society need to grow the hell up. We need to get out there, meet each other, know each other. Familiarity, yeah, familiarity breeds contempt. Familiarity also helps kill ignorance. If you're not ignorant of another person, it's a lot harder to hate them for no good reason. It's a lot easier to hate them for a good reason, but that's legitimate. You can hate somebody because they're pompous. You can hate somebody because they're stupid. So maybe you get out from behind your keyboard, you stop staring at your screen, you put down the smartphone for a few minutes, and go have some genuine, actual interactions. And try and do it with an open mind. It really, it won't hurt. You'll be better off for it. You'll be happier for a bunch of people that are screaming about how close-minded everybody else is you know maybe take a quick look in the mirror maybe you need to open your mind and your perspective a little bit it's it's really not that complicated it's a lot easier to have civil discourse and to agree with people when you know them and it, you know it helps you open your mind it helps you broaden your horizons and more importantly if you actually care about making a change if you actually care about achieving something. You want to be a social justice warrior? You want to accomplish change? You're never going to do that by getting in somebody's face and being hostile. You're never going to make a change 
when you are going to demand change at the point of self-righteousness, you should change because I said so never works. If you really want to bring about change, you really want to make a difference, lead by example. Show people there's a better way. Don't go around barking and demanding and screaming and yelling. Live it. Don't don't just preach. Go out there. Be open-minded. Be compassionate. Be understanding. Pull your head out of your ass and quit being so impressed with the smell of your own farts. I don't know how to say this without sounding like I'm a hostile jerk, but it's a simple fact of the matter is nobody gives a damn if you think you're smarter than them or you think you're better than them. Show them a better way. Don't scream and yell and be indignant. Nobody reacts to that well. Nobody listens. Nobody cares. And... And for this one, that's what I had to say.